Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment and the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Tuesday, December 6, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We appreciate you guys taking the time out to join us. If you ever miss a call, you can just head on over to our website, www.whendreamscollide.com. That's whendreamscollide.com. And scroll to the bottom of the page there. You'll see the full playlist that is there titled And It. So you can get caught up on all of the calls that you may have missed throughout the week. Um, and also, while you're on the homepage, be sure to subscribe to the mailing list, become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner. And then, ladies, head on over to straighttalkwomantalk.com. Last night was absolutely incredible, a powerful message there. And so if you are a single woman who desires to one day get into a relationship again, even a marriage, you want to listen to the replay of last night's message. So you can go to straighttalkwomantalk.com or just go to the Facebook page for Straight Talk Woman Talk and catch the replay there. It is absolutely incredible. The feedback, my inbox has been blowing up uh, all night as a result of it. And so it just goes to show that there's a hunger and a desire for women to know more about it. So even if you are married in a relationship, I'm sure you know women who are not Go ahead and share that with them. It'll be awesome. We meet every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so uh, as a platform, it's a kingdom principle-based platform grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. Women from all over the world, we share our authentic, transparent truth with no filter whatsoever. Um, and that's why women are able to get the breakthroughs that they are getting in this season. So we're excited about that. We have our intensive that's going to be coming up in April 2017, so more details and information to come for that as well. And then for those of you working every single day to provide for your family, head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's builditforyourlastname.com or Bifflin, B-I-F-Y-L-N.com. My husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time for you to stop hustling for your first name and start building something of significance for you and your family's last name. And that's what Project Builder for Your Last Name is all about. So regardless of the company, regardless of the industry, it applies to us all. It's a powerful, powerful vision that people literally from all over the world have embraced. And it says a lot to what is needed right now in this season for so many people. And we're excited about that. So head on over there uh, and get connected. All right, folks, let's get this call started on this morning. If you're driving, please be safe. Um, get, get, uh, put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get your pen and your paper so you can take notes. We ask that you post your notes on social media. Tag us in it using the hashtag when dreams collide so that we can see it and, and share it with other folks as well. But, honey, once you come onto the line and get more into our VIP. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, did you hear me? I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. 
It's all in your mind. It's all in your mind. Winning and losing is a choice. And ladies and gentlemen, I've discovered we all have the power to choose. It's the truth. We have the power to choose. You have the power to choose the story you're going to create because everything that you're doing in life has to do with the story you're telling yourself about yourself. Everything you do in life has everything to do with the story you keep repeating. It is the story that you have impregnated upon the canvas of your imagination that produces the fruit that you currently have. In other words, if you want to change the situation, you don't check the fruit, you work on the root. It's all in your mind. It is your mentality that produces your reality. It's the mentality that produces the reality because the reality of things is this. Nothing happens or nothing changes until you change because change in the word of Gary Eby is a door that must be opened from the inside out, not the outside in. It's all, it's all in your mind. Could you imagine the stories that have been written of great historians or the stories that have been written about great kings and great men, great women, great conquerors, and how everything changed because of a decision? That word decide, it, were, it rhymes with two other words. Decide rhymes with homicide and suicide. That means something or someone dies. To decide means to cut away from. And you and I, we have to decide every single morning. This is why I tell people all of the time that you are born looking like your parents, but you die looking like your choices. It's all in your mind. You want to change your body? You must first change your mind. My wife, the last couple of weeks, has been getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning to get her first workout in. And then in the afternoon, she goes and gets her second workout in. What changed between two weeks ago and a year ago? What changed between two weeks ago and two months ago? I guarantee you the gym didn't change. The gym was right up the street. I guarantee you the cost of the gym didn't change. We've been paying the same gym membership for a year. I can tell you the weather did not change. Sometimes it's cold, sometimes it's rainy, sometimes it's hot, all on the same day in Houston. Her husband didn't change. He's been the same way. Her mother didn't change. He's been the, she's been the same way. Her daughter didn't change. She's been the same way. Nothing changed except for her mind. And, ladies and gentlemen, I have come to realize that it all happens within your mind. And what we begin to do is perpetuate this myth. That it's somebody else's fault, it's somebody else's problem. We blame the, we blame, you know, the weather, we blame the people, we blame the resources. And ladies and gentlemen, it's not the resources, it's our lack of resourcefulness because it's all in your mind. It's all in your mind. What have you convinced yourself that you cannot do? What limiting beliefs in our minds have we held on to for the last week? For the last two weeks, for the last three weeks, for the last month, for the last two months. I'll never forget in my business, you know, one of our businesses, you know, we own four corporations that are all profitable, but one of our businesses um, that we have, I was making uh, I was making an excuse in my mind. I was very frustrated maybe about six months ago. No, maybe about, yeah, about five to six months ago, I was very frustrated because frustration comes about when you reach a mental scotoma in your mind. A scotoma means a blind spot. When you get to this blind spot and things don't happen as fast, things don't happen as fluid, you get frustrated. And so in one of our businesses, I was working on a deal, 
and uh, this deal was pretty much done. I mean, the deal was phenomenal. It would have, uh, within that business, I believe it would have doubled our income in 90 days, uh, well, between 30 to 90 days or less. It would have doubled the income, the productivity, what we had been building, what we had been working on in, re- in regards to that business. I knew it was going to happen. And unforeseen events took place. Unforeseen events took place that caused the deal to crumble, not because I did anything, not because I said anything, not because the, the other party did not want to do the deal. They, we both were in agreement, and we all know there's power in agreement. We were both in agreement. We were ready to roll. We were ready to pull the trigger. We were setting up operations. Things were about to take off in a major way, and I was so excited. I said, finally, some, something that, that I've been waiting on, something that I've been working towards, it's about to happen, and it's about to be explosive. This is going to be phenomenal. Thank God. I appreciate you. You answered my prayer. I mean, you know how we get when things are going our way. Oh, you become so, uh, you know, just emotional about it. You become uh, exponentially grateful about it. I mean, oh, God is yet able. You quote every Bible scripture. He may not come when he – oh, that's not in the Bible, but you quote it anyway. He may not come when you want him but he'll be there right on time, and you start saying all these things because something great is about to happen. You have been living and sowing an expectation, and it's about to happen, and then all of a sudden it it disintegrated. The deal went away. (laughs) Just kaput, out of thin air. (laughs) Nope, can't do it. And I got frustrated. I got frustrated to the point where I said, well, I cannot grow this business because now you have told me that I am not able to take the resources that I was counting on to be able to, be able to produce this. See, I've been working on this. See, and, and I want you to understand, I want you to really draw the parallel because all of us on this line or listening to this information at some point or another have had the resources taking, taken away from us, and we stop where the resources were removed. It's all in your mind. And I began to go into this this place mentally of frustration. You know, I started to complain. I started to condemn people. You know, you can always tell when you're slipping. You start to complain, criticize, and condemn. That is the sign that you're losing in your mind. When you start to criticize everything, criticize everyone, oh, if this was done better, if this was done different, if this would have been put here, if this would have happened, you see, you begin to point the finger because it's easier. Your story, the story that we all have in our mind, the story that we tell ourselves, the reason why we tell ourselves this story is to, number one, remove the responsibility from us, number two, avoid pain, and number three, point the blame. So our story protects us. So, you know, the reason why this didn't happen is because of this. The reason why that didn't happen is because of this. The reason why this didn't take place is because of him, because of her. And the story sometimes that we continue to perpetuate in our minds leave us fragmented. So I I found myself there for a few weeks, and then my wife came to me. She says, honey, uh, where there's savor, there's flow. Hmm. Where there is favor, there's flow. I said, girl, I don't want to hear nothing about no favor, no flow. I'm pissed off, you know, because I'm human. You know, I know y'all know, y'all think, oh, man, he's just, he's a demigod. He's just off the chain. <laughs> but, but no, no, no. I get mad sometimes. Yeah. I get frustrated. I, 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 yeah, yeah. 
So, so I'm like, girl, I don't want to hear none of that. Now, I didn't tell her that because she'll just scream a little bit louder. Well, that's favor, that's flow. So I didn't, I'm like, man, Porsche, I don't want to hear that right now. Man, they, they didn't cost me this money. Look at what's happening. This is supposed to grow. This, this, look, look what I had set up. And, and look at all this. And, and, and she says, well, there's favor, there's flow. And you asked God to bless it, but he blocked it. And sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, you got to thank God not for the blessing. you got to thank him for the blocking. God, if it's from you, thank you whether it's the blessing or the blocking. Because what ends up happening, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say this and I'm done. It's all in your mind. What ended up happening, watch this, what ended up happening, I continue to perpetuate this, this thought because an object in motion will stay in motion until it's interrupted by an outside force. Same way a thought in motion will stay in motion until it's interrupted by an outside thought. And an outside thought or an outside object i.e. a person, a place, a project, a situation happened, and it changed my mind. I received the word that says, let it be blocked. And I stopped going into my anxiety. I stopped going into my fear, my uncertainty, my doubt, because that's what happens. The biggest trick of the enemy is to, to plant what he calls auto-suggestion, to suggest things that have not happened. So you're in fear about what's going to happen. You are in anxiety about what's going to happen, but it has not happened. So he begins to create this illusion on your mind and in your heart, and it produces doubt. But it's all in your mind, and here's what happens. Here's how the story concludes. God blocked one, and then he blessed us with two. (laughs) He blocked one. Mm. Then he turned around and blessed us with two, and it's been flowing. It's just been flowing. What I thought, hey, here it is, what I thought would happen, Mm. inadvertently, what I thought would happen surreptitiously has been multiplied because he doesn't multiply, hear me, he doesn't multiply your need. He multiplies your seed. It's all in your mind. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is all in your mind. He does not multiply but your seed. That's such a powerful statement. Such a powerful statement because it's true. It's true. He, it's, it's the seed that gives life. It's that produces a harvest, not your need. You could be needed all day, but what's, what's that going to do? Nothing until you sow something. <laughs> God gives seed to the sower, not the needy. Big difference. A needy person is just it's like annoying to me. Um, find something to do. It's one thing to uh, desire something. That's different. But being needy, that's something else. Let's just think about it, whether it's a relationship, whatever, and somebody's just needy all the time unnecessarily. you like, come on, stop it already. Give me a break. Leave me alone. You know, they're just needy, needy, needy. It's attention. It's money. It's, it's always something. And listen, he multiplies your seed. Now, he'll, he'll take care of all of our needs, and he'll supply us uh, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. The Bible tells us that he will supply all of our needs. So so that's one thing, but being needy is another. Everything that you need, everything that, that you desire, everything that you wish to have is in your mind, period. The Bible tells us, Romans 12 and 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by it, by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what 
is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The renewing of your mind. Not the removing of it. Not not the 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 negative part. Not just just renew your mind. Change your thought process is all they're saying. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. I prided myself for years as a non-morning person. You guys have heard me say it on this call over and over and over. We got to get up at 7. I got to talk to y'all. I'm not a morning person. This is tough. Blah, blah, blah. That was my story. There was my narrative. And I acted it out. I would get up in the morning and I would have a frown on my face. My husband, it's like he woke, anytime he wakes up, he's just like all the way up, like instantly all the way up. And so when he says good morning, no matter what tone he uses, it's always too loud. It's always, he can whisper, good morning. And I'd be like, oh, too much. Turn it down. I can't. I can't. So I just, I really did. I just decided, you know what? Because I, I, I have so much to do to keep what we do running and afloat. Um, there's just so much that goes on. If I, The moment I sit down in my office, there were times where I would do this call with you guys in the morning, and I would not leave where I'm sitting right now until 4 o'clock. I would think because once I get in my creative space, it just flows from there. I get this thought, then I get that thought. And then so every thought requires an action right then so I don't forget and I can just do it when I'm in my flow. And, and, and so I'll look up. I haven't eaten, gone to the restroom, nothing, and six, seven hours straight. And I look up, and it's like, okay, I, I need to work out. And by that time, because I've been sitting for so long, I'm tired. My legs hurt. I'm drained. I'm like, I just want to nap or whatever, and so I just don't go, or if I do, I'll get I'll get one in, you know, maybe twice, three times a week, and I was like, okay, I need a, I need a shift, I need a shift, and so I just, I literally just decided I didn't tell him, I didn't tell my husband, I didn't tell anybody, I made a decision one night um, last week that I'm going to wake up at five in the morning, and I'm going to start back my two-a-days. I'm going to work out at 5-something, and then I'm going to go back in the afternoon because I prefer working out in the afternoon. The gym is empty, and I'm, I'm good. And so this is what I'm going to do. So I set my alarm. I got all my, my workout clothes and everything. I got those together. I set them aside so that when I wake up, I don't have to think about finding anything. I can just grab it and go because I have to get it in and get it done and be home by by 6.50 so that I can do this call. And open up the lines by 6.55 Central. So that's what I was doing. And I, the alarm clock went off. Usually I would set initially an alarm at 6 o'clock and then another alarm at 6.30, and then I will get up. Well, when I set my alarm for 5.15, I get up right away. Why? Because I don't have a lot of time. I have to be back by 6.50. So I have to go and get something. I, I need at least 20, 30 minutes solid in before um, I get back so that I feel like I really did a workout. And so that's what I've been doing every day, twice a day, 5 a.m., around 2, 3 p.m. Um, as well. And I'll take one day off. Or if I take two, that second day is a half day. I only work out in the morning, and I won't go back that afternoon. 
But that's what I've been doing, and I and I look forward to it now. And so I remember when the first day I came back, my husband was like, where you been? I was like, to the gym. He was like, what? I was like, yes, because I'm a morning person. And so every morning when I come back in, he was like, hey, morning person. I'm like, hi, that's me. <laughs> so it, it, it's all mental. It's all mental. It's all in your mind. You know, that whole thought process, oh, 5 o'clock in the morning, it's still dark outside. I don't want to get up. I want to keep sleeping. You know, it crept up on me this morning. That that alarm hit. I was like, ooh, I need about 15 more minutes and I'll be good. But I knew that 15 to turn into 30 and it would be a, become another pattern. So I was like, nope, I'm getting up. And so it's when it comes to anything, it's really simply a decision away. If you are able-bodied, if you, um, you know, we all have free will to move about, you know, we live in a free country regardless of who's in office. You can still make a life worth living for yourself. Um, <laughs> you can still make it happen for your family. But regardless of whatever change it is that you seek, it all starts in your mind. You just have to, you hear it all the time, make a decision, make a decision. But that's really what it is, folks. Just deciding to do something different, deciding to change. Yes, there are negatives to everything. There's opposition to everything. But are you going to focus on that or are you going to focus on the good? Are you going to do what Philippians 4 and 8 say? Or are you just going to quote it all day? Or are you actually going to live it? It says, whether whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is good, if there is any excellence, if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. So, yeah, you can focus on the negative. You can think about the negative, about the time you don't have, the money you don't have. Like my husband said, it's not a lack of resources. It's just resourcefulness. Well, you can you can complain about the don't haves in life. We all have a list of don't haves that's bigger than the have. Um, but it doesn't take away from what we have. But there's always more that you want in any area. It doesn't have to be just money. It could be anything. But there's always more that's out there. So you can focus on the lack. Or you can focus on the game, the possibility of game, what's, what's possible and probable. It's your choice. What are you going to focus on now? That's it. Just shift your focus completely. And anytime the opposing thought creeps up, just cancel it. I remember my husband and I started dating, and um, he was talking about that, and he was like, whenever something negative comes up, I have to cancel it three times. And he would literally say the word, cancel, cancel, cancel. And then that would trigger something in him to to begin to change his thought process. So whenever that opposing thought comes up that tells you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not strong enough, you're not wise enough, you don't have enough time, and you know, you don't have enough reach, you don't know enough people, enough, 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 you just don't have it, it's not possible. Whenever those things begin to creep up, it doesn't have to be anybody else saying this to you. This is just you saying this to yourself or thinking this to yourself. Just tell yourself, no, cancel, 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 cancel. And if you need to change your thought process and think about something else for a minute, then think about something else for a minute and then come back to that. But don't let that negative thought win. Don't let it win. Keep pushing and override it with something positive, those things that are honorable, right, pure, lovely, good, excellent, anything worthy of praise. Find anything, something, somewhere. Worthy of praise, there got to be something in your life that's worthy of praise. Got to be. Think about that. Dwell on that. And then whatever it is that was in your mind that is negative will turn positive. 
because it's all in your mind. Honey. It's all in your mind. Bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.